Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience by Bishop David Yali. Bishop David Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident pastor of Loyalty House International, one of the denominations under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, Tema Community 22 Branch. He has been in the ministry for over 25 years, has a rare insight into the Word of God, and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word by Bishop David Yali. Praise the King of Glory. Praise Jesus. Let's bow our heads and say what a prayer. Father, we call you Yahweh. Your Hebrew name. For being self-existent and having no beginning. Father, we want to thank you for the gift of thy son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank you that by him and by his death and by the shedding of his precious blood. Romans 5.2 says we have access into this grace where we stand. This grace is that we are born again. We are your sons. Tonight, we dip ourselves in the blood and we present ourselves to the Father of our Lord Jesus through the Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, carry us through Jesus to the Father's presence. Let this service be had in the inner sanctuary of heaven. Let this be heard in the midst, O oh Lord, of the 24 elders, where the Lamb of God stood slain. I pray, Lord, let there be waves and waves and waves and waves of the glory of God, Lord, moving over us tonight by the Holy Spirit. Lord, change us transform us by the power of God. Let curses be broken. Let there be healings. Let there be deliverances. Lord, draw us close to yourself. Son of the living God, you are all that we have. Yield myself to you, Lord, like a little child. Oh, Lord, I pray that your blood will make me innocent like a child. And use this little boy, Lord, for your glory tonight. I curse every evil eye and every evil lips. I bind any power of Satan. We curse you in the name of Jesus. I pray that, Lord, your presence will be real and tangible and healing in Jesus' precious name. Let the angels of God John 151, descend on the Lamb of God. Give us the maternal experience. Give us the experience of Jacob tonight and speak to us from above the ladder 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless you, Holy Spirit. You are already here. Jesus' precious name. Amen. Let's be seated. Now, Matthew 26, verse 9. After this manner, pray. Our Heavenly Father, and I explained that Jesus' prayer that he taught us is that the one he don't like is a child of God, the Father. Whether they are born again or they're not born again, because he's the father of all spirits, a manifest spirit. So that's the first traffic light. But when the traffic light is red for you because of what you have against somebody, then you have to leave your gift and your prayers and go and sort out whatever the issue is with the person. Then he said, hallowed be your name. Your name is revered and holy and sacred. And I said that coming to our Father demands holiness. Worship is not singing. Worship is a way of life. We worship God with our life. How we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice to this holy God. Bible says in 1 Peter 1.15 Be holy for I am holy. Amen. Amen. Or be holy in all manner of conversation. Amen. Amen. So, you can sing the best worship minus holiness. It doesn't mean anything. And then Jesus said, when you pray, say, thy kingdom come. In other words, a child of God must be interested in the kingdom of God. You can be a child of God, but you are interested in the kingdom of Ghana, kingdom of Ashanti, America. You can be interested in the kingdom of what? Ewerland, eh? United States of Ewerland. I understand what I mean. That's all that you are interested in. You are, you are interested in the kingdom of America. Or Chiman. But Jesus said, no. A Christian, as you are coming to God the Father, you must be interested in the kingdom of God. Because God has a kingdom. Because Jehovah is a king. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Eh? When I was when we were little children, we were told that a certain woman, the kingdom of God was down, very down. A certain, a certain woman was pounding fufu. And when he pounded the fufu, the pestle hit the, the sky, which was very low. And God said, Look, you are, you are disturbing with my fufu. You are with your fufu. So he moved up. I said, This woman has given us problems. But it wasn't so. God's kingdom left the earth. 
after the fall. Because we are falling short of his glory. Are you understanding me? So God decided, he, he did his best. He used to come down even to visit Israel. In Exodus 19, he was right on Mount Sinai. Physical life. This one, this one is not, it's not a dream. Physical life. And made every effort to come and dwell among Israel and all that. But he still could not bring his kingdom down. He sent people, human beings, to come and pray for his kingdom. But it still was, it was difficult. But he said, okay, me, myself, I'm bring, coming down with the kingdom. So Jesus is the extension of this kingdom on earth. Colossians chapter 1 verse 10, 13 says that he has translated us from the domain of darkness or from Satan from darkness into the kingdom of his what? Dear son. So the kingdom belongs to Jesus. It also belongs to the father. Are you understanding me? And it belongs to the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the extension of the kingdom on the earth. So, so if you want to talk about God's kingdom, you cannot talk about God's kingdom without talking about Jesus. He's the extension of this kingdom on the earth. Hallelujah. John 17 verse 10, he said that all things, all that is mine are thine, and all that is thine are mine. So if the kingdom is thine, it's mine also. But the spirit of God, is the one who manifests this kingdom. Hallelujah. Many a time, people are, are not interested in this kingdom. In Matthew 12, Matthew 12, verse 27. Let's see if it's Matthew 12, 27. Now, Jesus they had brought a little boy to Jesus. When they brought this boy to Jesus, the boy was deaf and dumb. Deaf and what? Dumb. Israel, when you are deaf, you'll be dumb. Because you can't hear syllables even to speak. So, the only place that you would think of a person, thank you Jesus, is to his mampon school of deaf. You understand me? You see, but in those days, those days, they understood more things than us. They, underst they understood things of the spirit than us. Now, when we talk about, I remember watching, watching a man of God pre preaching in America. He was talking about uh, casting out devils and all those things. And it's like, well, uh, now I want to pray for you, but I want to apologize if you fall down or if there's a manifestation. I want to apologize. You see, I said, you see, the world is, has fought the kingdom of God. It's like when God is moving and you fall down, you have to pull up. But he was always, always being taken to court. Yeah, all, all those, those issues. That's why I'm sure maybe he had to move more into this thing because people cannot understand that there are two kingdoms, God's kingdom and Satan's kingdom that are influencing this world. So when they brought this ball to Jesus Christ, the Lord didn't give the boy an audio uh, what do you call it? Uh, ear 
hear it, hearing it. No, 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 no. It was a demon, Satan. So he cast the devil out. And then the Pharisees, they, these were religious people who didn't know God, but they represented God. And then God comes to the earth and starts demonstrating how the kingdom of God is like. They felt that their ministry was being threatened. So they tried to find ways to malign the Son of God. Are you understanding me? Rather than follow him. And they knew, they knew he was the Son of God. They knew because Nicodemus said that we know that no man can do these things unless God do with him. Are you understanding me? We know, not he knows. We know. We know. We all, because we're just a Pharisee. We all know. But just say, my friends here, they will just oppose you. Are you understanding me? So now, when did they, they, they were telling Jesus that Jesus is, has gone to a certain area in Ghana and has gone to Agbara. Maybe has gone to the north. So he cast the devil by Beelzebub, the prince of fires. The, uh, uh, well, and then Jesus said, if I do that, because Peter and all those world there, who do your children also? This Peter and I, what do I also, also do? Then verse 28, he he releases, he said, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, all right, then the kingdom, the kingdom of God is come unto you. Now, what is Jesus trying to say? What he's trying to say is that, you see, if you read before, he spoke about Satan's kingdom not being divided at all. Satan does not cast out the devil. A fetish priest cannot cast out a fetish priest. I understand what I mean. Yeah. So it's not divided at all. At all. At all. And the Satan's kingdom and then God's kingdom. Now, so what he was saying was that if I was of God cast out a devil in the devil's kingdom, then God's kingdom has come. So what he said was that, what you don't know is that, as I prayed, alright, there was a clash of kingdoms. So the kingdom of, of the darkness, that was influencing this boy not to speak, because Satan is the cause of diseases, corona, uh, everything you can talk about. Unless you can explain. Every bad thing. So the Bible said that every good and perfect, it comes from the Father in heaven. So the opposite is true. Every evil, whether accident, sometimes may even attributed to fault, human fault, to brain failure, uh, whatever, and all this, but everything is the devil. So Jesus said, what he didn't see was that there was a kingdom operating in the boy's life. 
But when I prayed, the kingdom of God also came down and there was a clash. So sometimes the clash is what sometimes you see a certain violence, a certain manifestation. And if Amega and Amega meets, they will have to see Amega Huhu. So God's kingdom is superior. God's kingdom is powerful. So when God's kingdom comes into contact with this kingdom, that kingdom has to bow. So the influence of this kingdom brought death and them, but death, death and them, but the influence of God's kingdom made the deaf and the dumb to speak. And Jesus said, if I do that by the spirit of God, then the kingdom has come. So in other words, the presence and the manifestation of the Holy Spirit is a sign that the kingdom of God has come. So anytime we are praying for the Holy Spirit, give us your spirit. Give us the spirit of Christ. Give us the spirit of wisdom. Give us the spirit of understanding. Give us the spirit of counsel. Give us, Lord, the spirit of the fear of God. Spirit of sound mind. Spirit of love. Spirit of power. Alright, spirit of holiness. Spirit of faith. These are things of the kingdom of God. Now, God's kingdom comes to influence you in a way that the world cannot. Because the world can't make you holy. The world can't give you faith. There's so much negative news, so much evil, that we get tired. But it's only when God's kingdom comes that you see that faith comes, hope comes, Holiness comes, a man can change. Even a murderer in the prison can encounter this kingdom in a, in a prison through being preached to, and the spirit of God comes to the person's life, and the person who is on that role is not preaching. It's not preaching. Because of the influence of the kingdom of God. And Jesus said, you better pray that God's kingdom comes. Then another kingdom will influence you. So when you are coming to God the Father, you must be a person who is interested in God's kingdom. On earth. You can't be a Christian not interested in God's kingdom. All they are trying to build is the kingdom of the world. All they are trying to do is to join Pharaoh to build pyramids. They are never the least interested in God's kingdom. And if you become interested in God's kingdom, you see the, the person. His name is God. Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Son of God, the Spirit of God, you see him around. And his influence is majestic. He can change everything, including driving our devils. 
You see people in church, they're not interested in the kingdom of God. You just come to church, you're not interested in the kingdom of God. You're not interested in that God's kingdom will come. God's kingdom must build on it. You're not interested in the kingdom of God. You're sitting in church, you're not interested in the church. You go to church, you're not interested in the building of the kingdom. You're not interested in God's kingdom to come down. <laughs> it's very interesting. Be interested in God's kingdom comes to us, you know. People get born again. Let that kingdom come. When Jesus said, when the Holy Ghost shall come, he witness us me. In other words, when the Holy Ghost comes, he brings God's kingdom into you. So you are the you, The kingdom of God is in you to go and ensure that it also goes to somebody's house. Oh my God. Do you understand what I'm saying? And this kingdom, you see, when you become interested in this, this kingdom, interested in the building of the church, interested in the, you see that this same kingdom, I will say that when you, when you, when you run fuel through a PVC pipe, it became, it became, you see, when the kingdom of God comes to, to influence them, it became for you. So you see that the kingdom of God also, it's also influencing your own personal lives. Yes. It influences your personal life. It's called the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God. And the Holy Spirit is the evidence. You see angels. Angels of God. Interested. Moving. As the kingdom of God comes. You see Jesus himself. You see the father. So today I came to tell you that don't just stand and say our father when you are not interested in his kingdom. Our father went heaven. That is your interest. What are you doing for the kingdom to come down? Do you even pray for the kingdom to come down? Do you even get involved when the kingdom comes down to extend, extend the kingdom? When they say be a shepherd, you run away. Be a pastor, run away. You are no interested in God's kingdom. But I pray that tonight the spirit of God will touch you and I our hearts. We're very much interested in God's kingdom. You see, any time that there has been even a revival where God's kingdom has come, the Holy Ghost is moving. People even go to church almost every day. You ask for revivals. Almost, like, almost every day is a meeting. It's called the kingdom of God. I see the kingdom coming to your house. I see angels tapping you. And waking you up. God's kingdom. This church must feel the kingdom of God. Not the kingdom of the world. Our churches must be full of God's kingdom. There should be an influence. Not the influence of the, of, of the world. Not, not the how, what car you drive. 
or want to know there should be a great influence so if, even the car that you are driving is because of the influence it's a miracle yes when god influences you he does miracles yeah then jesus said so let's be interested in evangelism that's what we pray as we pray for evangelism be interested for the son of man came to seek Luke 10 19 20 came to seek and to save that which was lost kingdom of God sat in heaven and here comes the king walking in the dusty street of Jerusalem with the kingdom of God changing lives Look, if you don't become interested in the kingdom of God, another kingdom will influence you. That's why you see a lot of corruption. Even Christians have become corrupt. Engage in fraudulent deals because of the other kingdom. It's like you cannot prosper by the influence of God's kingdom. Who told you cannot put up a kingdom? <laughs> Even God's kingdom. They, they don't understand God's kingdom. You can prosper genuinely. The wealthiest man in the world, Solomon. They say he was worth trillions. You see, they talk about billionaires, not trillionaires. The richest man is not a billionaire. He's not a trillionaire. When, when Bezos meets, meets Solomon, you carry his bag. You call him boss. Can I, can, I, can I sign your shoe? When Bill Gates meets Solomon, he will carry his bag. Yeah. <laughs> God said that. You'll be sorry that there will be none before you and there will none after you. And in his days, he made silver like stones. We use silver to kill birds. You are using stone to kill a bird. In Solomon's day, we use stones and we use mortar. That's the concrete. Silver. You see that? Stones. <laughs> we are using chippings. I see the kingdom of God coming down from heaven into our lives, into our homes, into your marriage. Let it be an influence, a real influence for the kingdom of God. Then, he said, your will be done on earth as it's in heaven. You see, many people don't know that God owns them. Paul said, if we live, we live unto God. If we die, we die unto God. Whether we live, or die, we are the Lord's. It's whether you are an unbeliever or the Lord's. That's why it is God who casts you to hell. Not, not the devil. It's God. So don't fear him. Don't fear that that can kill a body. But fear him that can kill the body and cast it to hell. So whether you live or you die, you are the Lord's. You understand me? And he, he, he owns us by creation. 
he bought us. The house you live in, don't you live in? Don't, you know, you know your house. He bought us. He said, we live our, our life as God doesn't own us. And then he also, also owns us by redemption. First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 20 said that ye are bought with a the price. There's a value on you. If you are born again, there's a value. There's what? A value. First Corinthians chapter 6 verse, verse 20. Ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit. Which are God's. It's like your body that will go down to the earth is God's. Your spirit is also God's. You are bought with the value of the price that God had to buy you was not cheap. In Jamaica's blood could not buy you from, from Lucifer. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and he loses his own soul? If they put the whole world's wealth, it cannot buy you. What could buy you was God. Your value is God. I say your value is God. How much are you worth? They say somebody worth 20, 20 billion is cheap. How much that big worth? 100, something, 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 billion is cheap. In the eyes of the world, is bay, but in the eyes of God, is cheap. Because the things that, that, that are that are pleasing to men, they are abomination to God. What God values, God's values are not values. The value of somebody living in a shaman, born again, is far higher than Bill Gates. Because the value that bought him was Jesus Christ. And he owns us by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, you see, when you buy, they give you a receipt and then there's, there's a stamp pump paid. The Holy Spirit is the stamp of payment. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. In whom also you trust after you heard of the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you were believed, you were sealed or stamped with the Holy Spirit. Verse 14. Which is the earnest, the word earnest is guarantee or down payment. Is the down payment of our of, of, of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased position unto the praise of his glory. In other words, until the redemption of the church. Down payment. So the Holy Spirit in our lives is that downward. So that it's been, you, are, you are bought. So you can't, you can't live our lives without his will. But human beings like their own will. But I pray. You see, when we come to our father, I mean, you want the father's decision, but you don't like you don't like his will. You don't like his will. Let's surrender our will to God, the Father. Let's surrender our will, our will to Him. Your will be done. 
Bishop has written a book, The Will of God. Very powerful book. It's the best thing I can ever have. The will of God. I'm yours. Then he said, give us this day our daily bread. You come to our father with good relationships, vertical, sorry, horizontal relationships. You live a holy walk in holiness. You are interested in the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life and in others. That's the kingdom. You are interested in church. You are interested in his will. They said, now ask God for bread. You see, I think this formula is a key, one of the making keys, keys to answer prayer. Some point they pray, Father, you see that things are happening already. The person is in God's will, following God's will for his life. The person is interested in God's kingdom, interested in crusades, interested in this. Do you know why God hears Bishop Dag? He's interested in God's kingdom. Interested in God's will. Yeah. Interested in holiness. Interested, listen. Interested in sorting out issues. To, I mean, some of them, I mean, no holding things with Pope. People may betray him and all that, but He's still, you know. So that I'm not buckled down with the tests that people have, have, have brings your life. They said, now, give us this day our daily bread. Now, what Jesus was telling us, look, God has plenty of bread. God fed Israel for 40, 40 years with bread. There was not a single day that he didn't give them bread. In Psalm 78 verse 23, the Bible says that though he commanded the clouds, he opened the doors of heaven. Verse 24, he opened doors of heaven and did a rain down manna or bread Man did eat and had upon them they did eat. Man did eat angels' food. They ate bread physically. It was not spiritual. So because it's like oh, physical, uh, uh, angels' food it must be spiritual. They ate physical bread, which was angels' food. Oh, help me, Jesus. Physical bread. Reverend Alex. You are sitting bachelor, you are eating hot oven bread.
There's nothing wrong with it. But your physical thing that you have is not supernatural. All the bread that you, you have is based on human efforts. But another person is also eating physical bread, but it's heaven's provision. Somebody is experiencing physical blessings, but it's heaven's provisions. Who say heaven doesn't bless? Effortless, thank you, Holy Spirit. Effortless blessing. There is a blessing from heaven. The blessing of the Lord, He maketh it rich, He has no sorrow to it. Return to the truth. There's a blessing that makes things easy. One day I checked for the word blessing, and it meant easy. It makes things easy. God's blessing can produce physical things but it's easy. Psalm 127 verse 2 talks about people who they rise up early 4 a.m. they are up are going to work and they retire to bed also Late, they get to him around 10 p.m. only to eat the bread of sorrows. Your 78 inches uh, KF TV that you have bought, you're not even in the house to watch. It's Atia, the watch, the watchman. He, when you are not in the house, you are watching the, the TV. You have gadgets. Don't even use it. It's called bread of sorrows. God gives blessings. That's what. That's what. Yeah, it's called bread. Bread of heaven. Bread of heaven. Fill me with any more. In Ruth chapter one verse six. You know, in Ruth chapter one, the Bible says, "In the days when judges ruled." That there was farming in the land, and a settlement of Bethlehem Judah went in, into the country of Moab to sojourn there, he and his wife. And the name of the man was Elimelech, the name of his wife was Naomi, and the name of his two sons were Malon and Chilion. And they went into the country of Moab and, and they, they dwelt there. They went in Israel and there was farming, they were in the church. And there was famine. Israel is a church. In the Old Testament, you have to travel from Ghana to go and join to worship God. And there was famine. They didn't have. They decided to leave the church and go and find money Moab. It's like Moab has better options. 
Moab has better provisions. Moab has better offers. When we follow Moabite, Moabitical life, we will have greener patches. When we follow church life, there is famine. Because there is no logical calculation to see how you can get fiscal things from the church. When you think carnally. Because we all know that by hard work there is labor. So there is profit. But the Bible says in Ruth 1.6 Then she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab for she had heard how the Lord Jehovah has visited his people. You think God will forget us? You think God will forget us? You think when we are coming to church we are wasting our time? When you think that we are in church we are wasting our time? You think that when we come for all night we are wasting our time? You think that when we are we are we are we are here and we are, we are coming Sunday, Tuesday, we're wasting that call it waste of time and sit there. Whatever was that time is a matter of time. The creator of the heavens and the earth will prove to you that they are not wasting their time to save me, save me, and I'll bless you. And the Lord came with bread. He didn't, they didn't see manna falling, but the Bible calls it bread. When the bread came, I don't know what it was, suddenly there was bread in the church. In Ruth chapter 2 verse 1, the Bible said Naomi had a kinsman of her husband, a mighty man of wealth. You see, this man's name was called Boaz. Boaz was around when there was famine. But Boaz didn't leave the church. He decided to continue with the church work and continue and continue. When the bread, the bread came, suddenly, he became a rich man. And, and I'm sure there were many of them. God can only make one person a church rich. There were many, but because the story involved root. Suddenly, God Give us this are deliberate. And not to say riches. May you become the next Boaz in the church. May God raise Boazes in the church. Open your mouth wide and I feel it. May God give you bread in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. And this man was not a godless man, he was a, a rich man. Verse 3. A rich man. Let's verse 3. No, verse 4. Very rich man. Look, and behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, the other workers, the Lord be with you. I mean, look at a rich man. He doesn't greet good morning. He greets the Lord be with you. And the workers reply, the Lord blessed him. Yeah, that's the a real Christian. May you be a Boaz and your, if your greetings, no good morning. In Jesus' name. 
Now, Naomi and Ruth came. When they came, Ruth had lost her husband. They married for 10 years. No child. But when she came in the time of her bread, eh, Elimelech found her and said, I love you. I'll marry you. And she got married. What the Lord is saying is that his bread does not only give finances, but his bread also gives marriages. Gives what? Marriages. Give us this little bit. Give me marriage. And the girl had married for 10 years. Thank you, Jesus Christ. 10 years, no child. No child. But in Ruth 4 13, Bible says that Boaz took her to be his wife. And when he went in into her, when he went in into her, when he went in, you see, look how you have been thinking. The Bible is a holy book. So going in is holiness. It is when you go in the wrong place. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord gave her conception. And not just say, even children are bread. And so God is showing us different breads. When you say give us this bread, you don't even know what you don't even know what they're asking for. Children. And the woman called her Obed. And he's the father of Jesse. He's the father of David. And he's the father of Jesus. The Son of God. It's like a Moabitess woman. They were cursed. Moab, Moab was one of Lord's children. They were brought up by incest. But here comes a Moabitess who comes to join the church and start eating the bread of God. And she becomes the grandmother of King David and the grandmother of Jesus. In other words, a generational curse is broken into a generational blessing into the lineage of Jesus Christ. That is bread. And I'm talking about a bread. Jesus said, ask the father for bread. In other words, the bread from heaven can change your generation. It can break a generational curse. Sometimes we meet things, we meet some battles that started even before you were born. Yes. Some of the battles you are fighting, it started before you were born. But the bread, I said the bread can end the battle. And release you into a lineage of Jesus Christ. Oh, clap for Jesus very well. My Jesus. Sometimes the bread can even be ministry. See, David was a ministry. He was a king. 
was like a pastor. He was a prophet. I can't give you. I can give you a lot of verses. He was a, he was a prophet. He was a patriarch. He was. He was. He was, he was a, an apostle. An apostle is a founder. David was a founder of another type of serving God. Worship, Holy Spirit. Look, he was a Holy Spirit man. More Holy Spirit than uh, what's his name? His, his son Solomon. Sons and all those, all those. He was an apostle. He was a pastor. He was a, a he was a teacher. He taught. He taught Israel. He wrote. He wrote and everything. And then he was also a psalmist. So it's like one man is born. Certain ministers are being born. So something the bread that you are asking for actually probably is a ministry. The ministry of an apostle. The ministry of a prophet. The ministry of an evangelist. The ministry of a teacher. The ministry of a pastor. The ministry of a worship leader. There are different kinds of bread. Don't you? Don't you eat? Don't do you? Do you eat sugar bread? Do you eat with, with bread? But at least you have your best. You can't say you dear, every bread is your best. Then, then you are a special person. Everybody likes different bread. So sometimes what we are asking God for. I'm asking God for tea bread. We're asking God for barley bread. Mm. Calm down small. <laughs> when you say barley bread, we don't even know what barley bread is. Butter bread. So you see, everybody, everybody, everybody has his bread that he likes. Yeah, so sometimes all you're asking God, Lord, give me bread, give me, Lord, make me an apostle. Because maybe you don't need a wife or a husband. Lord, make me a prophet. Lord Jesus. Make me an evangelist. Somebody's bread, Lord, give me marriage. Somebody's bread, Lord, give me a child. Lord, give me financial breakthrough. Sometimes the bread is even deliverance. You know the woman, the woman who went to Jesus and said, My daughter is grievously versed with the devil. You know, my daughter gets angry. <laughs> If you get a woman who is always angry, they be your kind of with you. You have to be you have to be and look for Jesus to cast that, that thing from her. And Jesus said, "The bread is not for the children." So he mentioned bread. In other words, healing and deliverance is bread. When God brings bread, he means healing and what deliverance. And the woman said, even the dogs can eat the, the crumbs. And Jesus said, because you've had faith in the crumbs, the crumbs are enough to cast the devil. The hammer for the whole bread. So when we're asking God for bread, sometimes, Lord, give me bread, you're asking for healing. Sometimes, Lord, give me bread, you're asking for deliverance. Sometimes, give me bread. When Gideon fought with um, Midian, the Lord told him to go to the, Gideon, the Midianites I mean, Judges chapter 7. He said, go there. And if you're afraid, go with your armor bearer. You hear some that will encourage you. So the guy, when the guy went there, no, he 
he saw that some Midianites were discussed. The one said, I dream a dream. He said, what dream is that? So, I dreamed that, I dreamed that a cake of barley bread came to hit the Midianite tent and then it was overthrown and it fell. And the guy said, hey, who is Gideon You see, a cake of barley bread it's like God is using bread, ordinary bread from heaven, to knock down an enemy's house. Today, may the bread enter every enemy's house. Malakato tatatata, robakatakatakata. May the bread enter every enemy's house. May the bread flatten enemies, strong enemies, Midianites who have occupied Israeli land for seven years. We're, we're done away with in one day by just a bread. I said by what? Bread. They thought it was, it was an edible bread, but it was a very dangerous bread. And when I, Isaiah wrote about it, I like Isaiah's own. When Isaiah wrote about it, Isaiah told the time says, he said, but thou will stay up your scourge. A scourge is a king. According to the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb. Angel, there are a lot of who shall stay up the scourge for him. According to the slaughter. The bread, no. God is called Cain. A bread that can whip. And a bread that can slaughter. Oreb was the was their president, was their king. He died. The bread killed him at the rock of Uruk. His vice was called Zib. He, he was killed at the wine press of Zib. He, he used to brew apetishi. He died on his apetishi. What the bread? May the bread enter homes. May the bread enter places. May the bread enter into the heavens. On the earth. Under the earth. May the bread give us this day our daily bread. So this bread is very powerful. Now as I close, the Jews were asking Jesus, Moses did give the father's bread. What sign do you have to say? And so, Moses didn't give them bread, but it was the heavenly father, my father, who gave them the bread. But now he gives you the true bread. So, when Jesus lands on the earth, John says for Tid, he said, I am the bread of life. He said, all this bread that you have been talking about, from Luke, uh, Ruth, and all those things, no, that the Father gives me, is actually me. It's what? Me. If the Father wants to heal you, he breaks me for you to eat. If the Father wants to cast out the devil, he breaks me for you to eat. If the Father wants to make you rich, he breaks me to eat. If the Father wants to give you good marriage, he breaks you to eat. The father wants to stop a case. He breaks me. I am the bread. I am angel's food. I am the food. I bring satisfaction to angels. The source of angelic strength is the son of God. What drives them is the son of God.
What makes them strong is the Son of God. That's why they are always doing what pertains to the Son of God. But then he said, John 6, 48, Your fathers did eat bread in the wilderness, and they are dead. 50. I am the true bread that came down from heaven. We eat a man eats. He shall never die. Now what it means is that your fathers did eat the bread they ate was meat. When the Father breaks me for you to eat, you can see physical blessings. But those physical blessings don't carry life. The fathers followed physical blessings and they died. That death is not physical death. In other words, they got separated from God. As for death, if you're a father and you, you came in, Two thousand or five thousand years ago, you should be banished, be dead. It was the blessing that God gave them separated them from God. They died. Let me tell you, God can give you a blessing. God can give you a good wife. He can give you a good husband. He can give you a, a good car. He can give you a good home. He can even give you a good church. But that thing can kill you. And blessings have killed people. And taking them away from God. Even the church of, of Ephesus. He rebuked them. Because they were working hard. Church was working. They had gifts of the spirit. They could descend apostles. But yet it was killing them. Because they had, they had left. The person who had given to them. They didn't love him anymore. How come God has given you a bread of marriage or a bread of something and now you don't know no more, no more interested? You are dying. People get blessed in church and suddenly they change and they die. Their zeal, their hardness, their fire goes down. A rich, riches should never cause your fire to go down. Whether you, you are a breaking of a curse and having a good life should not cause the fire to go down. Whether um, what? Whether you travel abroad and all those should not let your fire go down. You want to be like, like Abraham who was very blessed by his fire didn't go down. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 10, he looked for a city whose foundation and builder was God. He was blessed, but he was very heavenly minded. He was blessed, but from the fire of the Holy Ghost, he was blessed, but the blessing didn't kill him. Unlike his children, who later God blessed. Even when God gave them gold in Egypt, and they came, now they turned the gold into a golden calf, and they said, behold Israel, 
this is what has brought from, from, from Egypt. Foolishness. How can, how can, how can God, God bring you? You have forgotten the miracle that Moses did in Egypt. Now you are saying that it's the gold. How come when you didn't have, now that you have, you think that it's the blessing that has given you a name. You think it's the money that has made you. You, you don't remember where you, where you were. You are dying. You have forgotten how, how, how you were in Egypt. I know you don't like my message. God wants to raise the people that he can bless and trust and still they hold on to him. They don't leave the source. Die a rich man and enter heaven a rich man. Die like Abraham, a rich man. He was a father, but still in heaven. He was still called a father. The man in hell called him Father Abraham. Be blessed and enter heaven blessed. Oh, Jesus Christ, Son of God. The bread of life, let me tell you, what will always give us life is He Himself. Bless us with things. He can even give us a large church. See, some God give people large church, big church, and then they run on the activity of the church and they leave Him. No quiet time, no relationship. They just activity run on the church, even church. They leave him. They run on the bigness of the church. You can be traveling, but you leave him. He's the one who can give life. That's why he told Israel, even the man I'm giving you. Pick for today and come again tomorrow. And come again. Only on Friday that you pick twice. And they, do you know what we're doing? Eh? We don't know what we're doing. Some pick for four days. <laughs> it's like we do want to come. Some pick for three, some pick for five days. And God was honest. It's like, I have enough. I don't need you. I no longer depend on God. If I have five days, I don't have to come. And the Bible says, it bred worms and it stung. There are people, their blessing have bred worms. They can't enjoy it. It's stinking. You see, that's the thing like you smell, but you see, you can't enjoy it. But God wanted that. When I give a manner today, tomorrow to come, depend on me, God. Say, our Father. It's our Heavenly Father. I wonder how many times his heart is broken. I wonder how many times Yahweh sits in heaven and he weeps. I wonder how many times. Heaven is so silent. 
because God is weeping. Either over a person, a person, or over a church. I wonder how many times the Spirit of God weeps and sobs, and nobody can control him, and nobody can wipe away his tears. I wonder how many times Jesus sits down and weeps. Because the bread he gives to people, they have turned away from him. And they only follow the bread. But like David, he said, even my glory, no matter how you make me, I'll still save you. And that was David. So I said, I brought someone, someone to a close tonight. I pray that God will visit us as a church. God will release bread. Every day pray for bread. Don't say that, oh, because uh, there's a pray every day. No, give me, I don't want bread, you know it. But above all, let me tell you, whatever you may ask God for, whether you're asking God for a job, bread job, marriage job, always ask that, Lord, above all that I've asked, I need Jesus. Yesterday, I had Jesus. Give me Jesus today too. To eat. I need life. I'm not dependent on the Jesus I met yesterday. I need Jesus today also. So that as he gives you whatever you have in, you also have Jesus for today. And Jesus for tomorrow. For life. I pray that God of verse 22 bread. Diverse bread. Holy Spirit, take of the bread the Son of God and distribute. Whether it's apostles or missionaries, whether it's worshippers, whether it's evangelists and teachers, whether it's pastors and bishops, whether it's ministry of helps, People that you bless to give. And people who have ministry of compassion. Let it be more bread in the church. Whether it's marriages, good children, like King David. Jarabando kata. Yimbrundi katalaba. Lobatalabando kata. Let it be bread. Let the women eat bread. Bread like Sarah. Brella Rebecca, Brella Leon Rachel. Bread. Lumaka like Prishla. Like Mary the mother of the Lord. Like Elizabeth. Lamu Katalaba. Bread like David. Bread like Paul. Bread like John. Bread like Jesse. The father of our Lord. The father of David. Bread like Moses. Father, release bread. Ministries, Lord, release Boazes, Lord, stir up old wells. Let them become for Boazes. Let the bread of deliverances. Let the bread knock down Satan. Let it knock down Lucifer's wickedness. Let it knock down demonic activities. Let it bring them down. Let it cast them down. For the bread is the Son of God, Spirit of God. Let it be bread. Our Father in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day bread. Bread.
generational curses. Our Father in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Give us bread. Give us bread. Lift up your hands. Cry to God for bread. The bread is His Son, Holy Spirit. The bread is the Son, Jesus. The bread is son. Let the bread break all demonic relationships tonight. We divorce them by the bride. La Brakata. Every demonic document. The bread dissolves them. Let the bread cast the devils from our lives. From our homes. Oh Jesus. I pray for a whole bread. I pray for a whole bread. Let the bread lift up a voice. Let the bread make me financially rich. Let the bread give me health. Let the bread bring healing. Let the bread cause cripples to walk. Let the bread cause blind to see. Let the bread give us good homes whatever problem we are fighting with the bread and the curse in the name of the Lord Jesus oh son of David son of Abraham seed of Abraham Every curse in this place, let the bread overturn the curse. Let the bread knock down the strong man. Holy Ghost. Let the bread change lives. Transform my churches. Whether KK1, whether Tulaku, whether Taifa, whether Middle East. What a Bethlehem, Lord, satisfy us with yourself, Holy Spirit, every Jezebel be broken to pieces by the bread of life, those pair, son of God, thank you Jesus, you are Yahweh, Alpha and Omega. Omega. Yahweh. Yes. Alpha Jesus. and Omega. Yes. Yahweh.
Bread of revival. Laba. Bread of revival. Bread of revival. Bread of revival. Bread of life. Bring revival. Bread of life. Bring revival. Bread of life. Bring revival. Bring revival. Malababa. Destroy all sense spirit. Balakrasolo Bondeleka. The Lord. The Lord. Jesus, 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 thank you, Jesus. Father, as we close. Let there be always bread yes, in the church. Yes, Lord. Father, from heaven, put the table of shoe bread Jesus. right in this church. Yes, Lord. Let there always be bread on the shoe bread. Jesus. On the table of shoe bread. Yes, Lord. As we come to church, may we eat bread. Yes, Lord. Every time. Which is your son, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Bring satisfaction in the church. Bring contentment. Let people be contented. Yes, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. For nothing satisfies. See the Son of Yahweh. Amen. Let Him bring satisfaction to our hearts. Yes, Lord. Let Him heal pains. Jesus, and recover. Yes. Jesus. Yes, Lord. The bread breaks witchcraft. Jesus, name. Power. Yes. Crash. Yes. Witchcraft. Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Blessed be your name. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You are here, you don't know Jesus, but you want to receive Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Maybe you're watching me online. You want to receive Jesus? Say this afternoon. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. Lord, you died for me. Wash me in your precious blood. Come and live in my heart. As my Lord and personal Savior. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for saving me. Satan, I don't belong to you anymore. The blood has broken your power over my soul. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Jesus. I'm yours forever in Jesus name